Welcome to Her Schwartz Convo with Ashley Wilson. Hey y'all, welcome back. Crazy to see you here again. I hope you had a good week last week. I hope you have a good week this week. Wow, another Thursday. I'd say much has changed since we last talked to each other, but much has stayed the same. You know, by the time y'all are listening to this, we have a new president and vice president. I hope that turned out well for all of us. But aside from all that good stuff, I hope you had a good Martin Luther King Day. Took some time to reflect on what has happened in this country, what is still happening, and also, you know, the people who are trying to make change. And hopefully you are part of those people that are trying to make the change. But on a different note, let's go talking about what in the world the NFL playoffs had in store for us this week. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson both went out with concussions. Like, what is the likelihood that in both the AFC divisional games that the quarterbacks would go out with concussions? That was pretty crazy to see, but major shout out to Chad Henney, who came out like a absolute old-timey rock star, because that man is old, and really showed out. He showed us all, you know, what these old cats still got in them, and... He threw that interception. We all caught it off. We were like, there goes the Chiefs seasons. But he did not let y'all fans down out there. So major shout out to him and the Chiefs who will be playing in the ASC championship against the Bills. And they had an amazing game and they are having a great season so far. I do have to say, you know, they have a very connected, well-balanced offense along with their very prone, we're going to go down there and get it done defense who is there to not only stop running teams which they are probably I'd say one of the best in stopping the run and also they're not afraid to you know sack the quarterback go for the turnovers the things you really need to compete in which they are and they're one step closer to winning that Super Bowl championship now over in the NFC I'd say Sunday was more of the more exciting day we had because that was you know, when Patrick Mahomes went out and Chad Haney went in. But also on the NFC side, you had the two big giants of football quarterbacks right now. You had Drew Brees going up against Tom Brady. And it was a good game. You know, it had all the storylines we wanted. But when you looked at it, it didn't – it wasn't the way that we all wished, you know, Drew Brees was going out if that's really what he decides to do and – Let's give Drew Brees his flowers because that man has not only done so much for the game of football, but also for the city of New Orleans. So if you're a New Orleans fan, been there, hang out, send Drew Brees a tweet or something. Let him know, you know, how much he really has done for your city because he really did. You know, it was right after Katrina. He went in there and got them a Super Bowl championship. And it's really sad to see, you know, that he doesn't have all the many MVPs and rings to go along with how good of an athlete he is but sometimes that's just how the chips fall like how they fell on Sunday night in the game against the Buccaneers he was him and the wide receivers and even Alvin Kamara they weren't on the same page it was like they were all playing a different game of football and just it didn't work out but the Bucks played a great game they had four turnovers it was it was pretty good and I'd say the Bucks do have a very good chance of being the Packers do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I think the Packers and the Chiefs are going to be playing each other come 
you know, Sunday night, Super Bowl Sunday, it's going to go down. But but as we're talking about the Super Bowl, I have to give a shout out to Sarah Thomas, who will be the first woman to official a Super Bowl. She will be the down referee. And, you know, that's amazing to see. One, it's sad to see it's taking this long for women to be seen as officials and coaches in the NFL. But we're here. They got there. They're making their name and they're making their mark. And soon enough, you won't have to put first in front of, you know, women in sports and in in any realm, not only sports, but as Kamala Harris is the vice president, you know, we won't have to be the first woman anymore. It can be normal. And that's what we all want to see is everyone have their chance. So we give you nothing but love, Sarah Thomas, and can't wait to see what happens on the Super Bowl. But we got to get through these conference championships first. But while we're, you know, in the NFL, let's just stay here for a second and talk about Deshaun Watson. Now, this man is all but moved out of Houston. He is upset, and he has a reason to be upset. I mean, you sign this large contract. You say you're going to stay with this team. They say, you know, when they get a new coach, you're going to be a part of it. When they get a new GM, you're going to be a part of it. And then when the time comes, you're not. It's like they have a true relationship, and one partner did not hold up their side of the story. Now, yes, Deshaun kind of fell off this season, and they didn't have as great of a season as they had. Well, I don't they, – they've – let's be honest. They've never really had that great of a season, but this season wasn't that great, and especially when you sign a big contract like that, you expect, you know, your team to have a good season. So that's kind of hard to see, but I think that – the Texans, if they get him some wide receivers and some players around him other than, you know, J.J. Watt, that that could be a good team. But sometimes when the relationship is severed, there's no going back and there's no, you know, fixing the problems that were there. Like the fans of Houston, they were going to have a march for Deshaun this weekend. And Deshaun, you know, let them know that, hey, don't do that. You know, he said it was for COVID safety, which I really do think, you know, he meant it. But it if you saw it, it mostly read like, hey, I don't really want to be here. This relationship is over. It's all but final. They're trying to figure out somewhere to send me. So don't go out there risking your lives for something that is not worth it, which I also do agree. Like, hey, at the end of the day, as much as we love football and we love sports in general, it is a business. People make money off of it and they have to do what's best for them in their business and Deshaun does not see seem like, you know, Houston is the fit for him anymore. And I heard some rumors that he'll be going to Miami, which I don't think that's a good decision for anybody but Tua, because Tua would probably go to Houston. And I feel like maybe that's a good place for him. I don't really know. Houston just doesn't, they don't have anybody out there to like start a team. You know, you don't need first round pick this first round pick that but you need somebody you need sparks on the offense and on the defense and straight up just people who can catch and who can block and they just really don't have that and hopefully they can figure out together how to get it done in the offseason but I wish the best for Deshaun Watson JJ Watt and all y'all out there at Houston who are just quite really struggling right now but some big things happened in when women's college basketball this week you had our girl Asia Wilson 
who won no relation, unfortunately, JK. But uh, she received a statue at the University of South Carolina, which she went to college there, of course, and, you know, gave them their first national championship, which was great to see, not only because, you know, she getting recognized for the great things she did for her university, but especially on MLK Day, as I said earlier, you know, that was a place, and especially, you know, she said in her in her speech when she was receiving the statue that that was a campus her grandmother couldn't even imagine walking on, and now her granddaughter has a statue there, which is mind-blowing to think about. But the thing that's even more mind-blowing about that is that that wasn't that long ago, which is sad to say. You know, we have a lot of work to do, and a lot of work is being done. But a lot of work still needs to be done also. And Stanford, you know, they went down against Colorado. They lost their very first game. They'll definitely not be number one anymore. For them to lose to Colorado, who wasn't really a ranked team. And if you watch the game, if you haven't watched the game, Colorado was basically beating Stanford at their own game. Stanford plays a very big game of we're going to score as many points as possible and not really worried about defense. And that kind of came and, you know, caught them in the butt this weekend because Colorado does play the same game, but they play better defense than Stanford. And that really caught up to them. And they have a lot of girls who can go out there and shoot and shoot those threes from down range. And they were knocking them down. And Stanford just couldn't quite keep up. And I think Stanford definitely is going to be in the Final Four, you know, when that comes around. But hopefully this is a good, you know, shake-up, wake-up call for them that there's real competition out there. And every week somebody's out there trying to come get you. Now moving on to the men's game, Michigan broke their undefeated streak for this season against Iowa State. They lost by 20 points, which is crazy to think about but yeah they lost by 20 points in a game they never truly had a chance you know for many years you know the ACC has been where the competition lies and I really do have to say this season the Big Ten is bringing it they have over five teams ranked in the top 10 and it's not you know football season we're talking about the Big Ten basketball and shout out to the Big Ten for their recruitment and all that stuff but, you know, Gonzaga is still chilling up there at number one because they don't really play anybody in the Western Conference, whatever. They hang out over there. And so we got we got some big things coming up. And believe it or not, March is around the corner. So conference championships will be going on, conference tournaments. And people better go out there and start playing their best basketball because time is running out. And while, you know... Time has been running out. Baylor, these teams in Texas, but especially Baylor, they have been, to me, a sleeper. If you don't really follow college basketball, I don't feel like enough people are talking about how good of a team Baylor is. They're ranked number two, but everyone's really stuck on how, you know, disappointing the Blue Bloods, the Blue Bloods have been this season. But let's give Baylor their credit. I watched their game this weekend against Texas Tech, and... These boys can go out there and play. Their star player, Jared, Jared Butler, he had a first rough half in most of the second half, but when his team needed him, he really came out there and shot that basketball and made the shots they needed 
to move on and win the game. And that's the things you need from someone who's on, you know, the Naismith watch list for the season or the midseason, whatever they call it. He is a very good basketball player. And they have, you know, 8, 10, 12, however many people on a basketball team surrounding him with just as much talent. And let's give Baylor their credit because I, I just don't think we're talking about Baylor enough in my opinion. But all the teams in Texas, Texas Tech gave them a good shot. Texas Tech beat Texas last Saturday, which I feel like not enough people talked about either. And Texas is a great team. We, you know, we talked about Andrew Jones making that last second shot last week. And the Big 12 is pushing on the pressure. The Big 12 and the Big 10 is, you know, beating everyone in basketball right now. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but that's really what's happening. But I'd say definitely the craziest thing that happened between this week and last week was that Harden got out of town. You know, he has moved on, packed his bags, he's out of Houston, and he's on to the Brooklyn Nets. And I wish I could say I didn't see it coming, but we all knew he didn't want to be there. And he finally got out and he reached his breaking point. But since he was able to make his return to the court, him and KD have been showing out. Like if I was anyone in the East right now, I'm packing my bags. I'm planning my vacation. I'm planning my vaccine shot so I can, you know, go to whatever island I want to go to by the summertime because the Nets are the East. They played the Bucks on Monday night and... The Bucks put up a good fight, but their two-time MVP just really didn't show out and give them the things they needed, and they ended up getting smoked by two old guys. And they're not even that old. You know, when you think about players like LeBron, who's 36, but in the grand scheme of, like, basketball, they've been around for such a long time, and especially Katie, who had that terrible injury of his Achilles last year to be out there and playing basketball at the high level he still is is great to see and they're not only out there playing good basketball some might even say great basketball but they look like they're having fun and that's when if I was on the other team I'd be more concerned because I was like these sugars out here gonna have a good old time and I'm not having a good old time because we're losing by 30 points and this is not how you know you make it to the playoffs if we're going to be honest if you're a Nets fan I know you're out here having a good old time and you know even if you're a Knicks fan you know the Knicks are out here winning back-to-back games for the first time since like 1994 it's a good time to be in New York between the Knicks the Nets and the Buffalo Bills you know let's light up Niagara Falls and have us a party but safe because it's COVID you know that is going to be it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. As always, like, comment, rate, subscribe, wherever you decide to listen to your podcast at. Head on over to Instagram and follow at Her Sports Convo Podcast to stay up to date on all things Her Sports Convo. I know this week was a little short and sweet to the point, but next week we have our first guest of the new year on, and I can't wait for you guys to hear what we got up to. It's so good, and I... Hope you have a good week. Come back because we're going to be talking about Super Bowl predictions, the NBA, college basketball, all the stuff we love to hear. And as always, have fun, be safe, and don't be afraid to join the convo.